What is the number one thing you don't understand about women? Um, uh, why they don't understand that they were made for man. <laughs> How were they made for man? Um, because God said so. So you're going by the the biblical, like the Garden of Eden, I'm you know, even Eve's. Okay. So uh, if you're going by that, then wasn't the first sin committed by a woman? Yes, I suppose. Interesting. Yeah, because Eve ate ate the apple, right? Yeah. Indeed. So, <laughs> I mean, this is the hard, the the harsh truth, right? Um. So, um, here's the thing. In many ways, women are made for men. Women are made to be complementary to men. Men are supposed to build the life and women are supposed to come in and follow, right? But in our modern world, that's not what happens. 2022 is not women doing anything for men. In fact, if you say that women are made for men, you will look like the biggest, you will be just pilloried for saying that, that women are made for men. No, women are strong and independent. Women should do whatever they want. Women are free. Women are empowered. Meanwhile, men are maximally controlled as much as they can be. And women, uh, women are made maximally free. But women are the ones that are being supposedly um, oppressed, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, it was actually a uh, fig, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> do you think women are more attracted to masculine or feminine men? masculine absolutely women are absolutely attracted to masculine men and it's funny that she she's telling on herself right she's only ever been with masculine men and men you shouldn't be feminine right like you should like masculine things and male things more than female things you are a man you should like what men like so there you go hello and welcome to the helios blog my name is helios of course i'm here for another reaction video Again, guys, if you're new to the channel or if you're liking the content, please hit the subscribe button, uh, hit the bell, uh, hitting all for notifications, comment on the video, like the video. You get what I'm saying. The reason is I just want this channel to be spread more. I want more people to see the truth, right? Uh, also, if you'd like me to comment on any kind of video or compilation, please send it to theheliosblog at gmail.com. Also, if you have a Reddit post, I could, I could comment on that as well. Okay, let's continue. Sometimes feminine. Yeah, you think yeah. so? Yeah. Okay. No, men are never... Uh, sorry. <laughs> men are never attracted to feminine men, is what I was trying to say. No, no, no. This <laughs> Women are not attracted to feminine men. The only uh, thing that they find attractive in feminine men is that they're subservient to women. And basically what that means is that men are then easily used for their attention, resources, butler services, etc. But it's not true that women ever find feminine women, sorry, feminine men attractive. That's, it's just simply a lie. Okay, all right, for, for each of you, what's attractive, what is attractive about a man in touch with his masculinity? Uh, being like... Very protective. I like that when they're very protective. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, this is this is actually leads us to a very important point uh, that I, I'm not sure I've mentioned before. But anyway, uh, women will define masculinity in terms of how it's useful to the feminine, and they tend to say that real men do that. And and did you notice that she did that there, right? Where she said men who are protective are attractive. But actually, it's true. 
men who are protective are attractive, right? A man who can fight is very attractive because a woman's instinct is to be protected by a man. Because traditionally, men are the protectors and the providers. And actually, even in 2022, women expect men to be protectors and providers. The only thing is that women expect to not have to live up to their traditional role, which is supporting a man. And it's funny that the guy said that women are made for men. It's uh, in, in the sense that women are meant to be the supporters in a man's life. They are made for men. Just out of curiosity, is jealousy a turn-on or a turn-off for you? Oh, it depends. If it's too much, uh-uh, it's a turn-on. So what- right, indeed. So here's the thing. As I said, women's strategy is to maximally constrain men while giving themselves the maximum options, right? So what that means is that what that means is that a woman is going to find undesirable, in quotes, what constrains their hypergamy or their ability to get other men. So if a man is too protective, it means he's, or too jealous, it means he will prevent her from going and talking to other men, being friends with other men, being paid for by other men, being taken out by other men. And of course, that limits women's options. And so she'll find that unattractive. But of course, if a man um, fights for her, right, or fights another man for her, or whatever, out of jealousy, that is attractive because it's him worshipping her, it's him putting her on a pedestal, it's him risking his life for her, which means that in his eyes, she's so valuable, she's worth risking his life. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, So again, it's women defining masculinity and men by what is best for them. What's the difference between protecting your woman and being possessive? Uh, well, exa- well, tell me what to wear, what I cannot wear. I'm a- oh, yeah? A, a man can't, uh, can't determine what you can wear? Uh, actually, this is, this is quite funny. Um, because what she's saying is that she wants to lead the relationship. She doesn't want the man to tell her what to do, which means she's strong and independent. She's a womanist, right? Um, but what's funny is that she says that she doesn't want that, right? But she would be unattracted to any man that wouldn't demand of, of uh, telling her what to wear, right? Or, 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 you know, telling her how she should behave or setting boundaries or setting the frame or whatever. She says she doesn't want that because in the past, that is the type of man that she's attracted. The kind of man that... The, the kind of man that will tell her what to do and, you know, the relationship ended for whatever reason. Usually it ended because the man wouldn't commit to her. And now she thinks she knows better and wants a man who can't control her or who can't tell her what to do, even though that's the kind of man that she's had in the past. I'm aware whatever I want. Okay, let me ask you this. When single women dress sexy and wear makeup, are they seeking attention? No. <laughs> Ah, of course they're seeking attention. And it's really funny that she says that she wants to dress however she wants. Well, here's the point. What she wants to do is she wants to have the safe beta male at home, and she wants to go and wear whatever she wants and attract attention in public, right? And the reason she wants to attract attention in public is because she wants to maximize her options. She wants to have the best possible genes to impregnate her while also having the best provisioning back at home. And if the guy is controlling her like that, then it implies that um, 
she can't maximize her options, which she says in words is unattractive to her, but actually that's the only man who she would respect. What are they doing? We just want to look good for ourselves. We want to look good for ourselves. Uh Uh-huh. That is not true. Uh, It is true that women feel good when they dress nice. But the reason they feel good when they dress nice is because they get the maximum amount of attention from men, which they can then um, transfer or uh, steer towards alpha genes and beta provisioning, right? So that's not the reason why they feel good. They're just saying they're doing it for themselves to make themselves look good on camera, but that isn't actually true. Dressing for themselves, okay. Yes, we love so it. tell me this, if women are out dressing for themselves, why do you often see women walking around in uncomfortable shoes and skimpy outfits when it's freezing cold outside? Are- Indeed. <laughs> See, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Canada. <laughs> yeah, just go to uh, Montreal in the winter at, at, a, at a club or something if you want to see examples of this. <laughs> right. Uh, because they're not dressing for themselves. They're dressing for attention. And here's, here's what's funny. I mean, they are still doing it for themselves, right? It's just that in that moment, the need for desire and attention is more important than the need to be warm, right? Because attention and desirability from men is biologically more important than the necessity of being warm, right? Because these women know that they live in a safe and comfortable society, right? They're not fighting for survival. So because they're not fighting for survival, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? The women are going to go for the, the, the next rung, which is like, you know, reproduction, right? And so that's why they are dressing all uh, skimpy and f- for male attention, right? It's not for themselves. It's for the attention of men, which they can then manipulate or guide into uh, maximal um, reproductive choice while also having maximum provisioning for themselves. Are those women dressing for themselves? Because uh, wouldn't they be comfortable yeah. if they were dressing for themselves? Yeah, but they want to look good. So, yes, they're still doing it. They want to risk it. So, do they want attention or are they... No, they, they pay. Some want attention, some don't. Okay. Right, this is the no true Scotsman fallacy, right? The no true Scotsman fallacy states this. No true Scotsman would be mean. No true Scotsman would drink a lot of alcohol. No true Scotsman would... So what they're saying is not all women dress for attention. Not all women are manipulative. Not all women are whatever. Trying to defeat the argument by saying that there are some exceptions. But it doesn't defeat the argument because the argument is not talking about individuals. The argument is talking about the general trend. So you can't you can't go against a general trend by stating one exception. The exception is the exception, but if you know, for every 100,000 women, if 90, 95,000 of those 100,000 dress for attention and 5,000 don't, you can definitely generalize that women dress for attention. You can. And in fact, it's a ridiculous statement to say that women can't dress for attention because of course you can. The way you dress and the way you portray yourself definitely has an impact on the people around. So it's ridiculous to say that the women are dressing only for themselves and they're trying to risk it. No, they're dressing for the attention of men, which they can then use for their own biological designs.
right? And even if they're not doing it on purpose, even if they don't know, that's the inherent drive behind what they're doing. Yeah. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, that's fine. A lot of people believe that having sex outside of marriage is a sin. It's called fornication. It so, is. So, it is. So what, it I, is. so what I was curious about is why do you think that there are a lot of, like, Christians or religious people who will wait until they're married to have sex if you believe people can be sexually incompatible, isn't that like buying a car without uh, test driving it first? You know, uh, you know that that's a good one, and that's one that I honestly can't give you a good answer on. Are women doing? Ma- so um, I can I can uh, give you my twenty two cents. Um, the reason why so many people nowadays are sleeping around, the reason why they're doing it as opposed to waiting until marriage, is because we live in a liberated womanist society. And a womanist society, what it does is it wants to maximize the opportunities for women while minimizing the opportunities for men. And so what happens is 95% of men in the modern society, they get no attention from women or limited attention, whereas 5% get a ton of attention, right? And um, women then, in an attempt to lock these men down, go against, even if they are religious, they go against their religious tenets because biology is more important than religion, right? Religion is a social construct used to control people, right? Um, But uh, biology is not a social construct, so you follow your biological drives, right? And this is why throughout history, there have been so many rulers and so many people who've gone against religion and used it for their own designs. It's because religion to the ruler is useful, right? And before, religion was used as a means of controlling biology. But now, because we live in a secular, a non-religious society, uh, because we live in a secular society where religion is not um, a means of control um, of uh, the biological urges of people, people are not waiting till marriage to, to sleep together anymore. And in previous cultures, right, and in previous times, and even somewhere in uh, some places in the world nowadays, um, if you wait until marriage to, to sleep with a partner, if both the man and the woman haven't slept with anybody before, there's nobody really to compare it to, so you can't really know if it's bad or good. You just kind of deal with it and live with it, right? It's not so bad. It becomes bad when you've you, the woman has had 15 to 20 partners and the man has had none, and the woman is comparing that inexperienced man to the 15, 20 guys she slept with, and she's eternally ungrateful and unhappy because the guy can't beat a fusion of all the best qualities of all of those men, Right? So it's kind of ridiculous, right? Um, so, so you don't really need to test drive the car in a society where you wait until marriage before, um, you know, bef- before having bedroom fun. So there you go. Men a favor by giving them sex. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes so. so this is actually a dangerous, uh, a dangerous idea that women are doing men a favor by having bedroom fun with them. Uh, they're actually not. And here's, and let me explain why. The reason why is because men do most of the heavy lifting during bedroom fun. So actually the men are doing the women a favor. Now what the women are saying is that um, bedroom fun is more valuable to a man than it is to a woman. So the woman is doing the man a favor. But that actually isn't true because both men and women want to have children. So um, it's equally valuable, at least, if not more valuable to to women. 
since they're trying to have the best possible child they can, and they have to carry the kid. So it's actually the man doing the woman the favor to, to have bedroom fun with her because he is doing most of the heavy lifting. Um, so, and, and again, be, the reason why they say that they're doing men a favor is because the modern world that we live in is so female skewed that most men never have bedroom fun at all. Or, you know, they have it very infrequently. As a result of having it infrequently, they live in a scarcity reality. As a result of living in a scarcity reality, that scarcity can then be manipulated into gain for the other party. So it's basically most men, they live in the desert, right? There's no water at all. So if you get even a drop of water, it's very valuable. And so these women are maximizing their drops of water for as much money as humanly possible. And the name of the game in 2022 dating is extract, extract, extract. Black Widow Spider, the man, as much as you can. Rip off his head, drink his innards, and use him to fuel your child, your, your, your children. The big, big yes. Okay, so then if a woman is rewarding a man with sex, why is there still pressure on him to please and satisfy her? Indeed. So, exactly what I said, right? If the if the woman is doing the man a favor, why isn't she doing everything in her power to please him? No, he has to do everything in his power to please her. So it's literally him having to do everything in his power to please her is literally doing her a favor, right? By by definition. Because the okay. How can I put this without not being mean? <laughs> okay, there's no nice way to say it, but... You know, like... If... I'm giving you sex, and I know that I'm pleasing you, and you're not pleasing me, it's a, it's gonna, there's going to be a problem. Okay, but that, that doesn't make you look bad. It just, makes, uh, it just makes bedroom fun look transactional. But as... Oh, right. I totally forgot to mention this. Um... Bedroom fun is transactional, and relationships in general are transactional. The man provides protection, uh, protection and provisioning. The woman provides, um, she's supposed to provide femininity and soul access to her body. But that's not what we get in the modern world, right? What we get in the modern world is we get um, men doing most of the heavy lifting and women extracting, right? And so that's why most men end up miserable and why so many men are walking away. Anyway, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree with the points I'm making. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just kind of rambling on. I, I really should mention that I, I'd like for you to leave comments every time, but I just I totally forget. Anyway, uh, I, I just kind of get in my, in my zone here. All right, uh, continue. If, okay, well, you I'm know? saying you should equally try to please each other. Yeah. Thinking, but I'm saying that if the man has to earn the sex... Why does he have to earn what, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's earning it in his reward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's good. Like, when is he not, you're still getting sex, which is yeah. enjoy, which is pleasurable, but he had to work to get that opportunity to please you sexually. You know what I mean? Right. He's, he's saying it's like a double work thing. So the man has to work to get access to the woman and then he has to work to please her so she's it's he's implying that she's still not satisfied even when um 
he's sort of earned it, right? It's it's uh he's he's uh I think he's hinting at being ungrateful here, which uh which is accurate, right? I mean, being ungrateful is a very good um heuristic uh, or a very good of uh, a very good way of thinking about how the the modern woman in general thinks about men. She is ungrateful. She doesn't think that what he's doing is that valuable or that good or that important. She thinks she's a queen and that he should do whatever he can to please her. That's the implication here. Huh. See so how point there. I, I've never really thought about it like that. Okay, well I, I don't know. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> Our feelings, okay? Our feelings do matter, okay? <laughs> All right, if there was one thing you wish uh, women understood better about men, what would that be? Their feelings too, because men do have feelings. Okay. Again, this is solipsism, right? Like, sure, men have feelings. Sure. But that's not really the important thing here. Women are very feelings-based. I think men are very respect-based. I think... I don't think men would care so much about feelings if they felt that they were respected in their actions, if if men felt that women were giving their all and showing respect and deference to them, I think men, the, the West over, would be very, very happy. I don't think the solution is to acknowledge men's feelings. I think the solution is actually to acknowledge men in general. The solution is to appreciate and respect what men have provided for you in this world. Look at this picture here. You see this freeze frame? You see it? The, what is this, the Las Vegas Strip? Look at every single building there. You see, they're beautiful, they're shiny. Look at all those cars there. Every single thing you can see with your eye, including the jewelry on this girl's uh, face, sorry, on on this girl's uh, neck and her earrings, everything was made by a man, even the braces in her mouth. And women would do well to remember why they live such a comfortable, enjoyable existence. It's not because they were born on this planet deserving of being treated this way. Men actively trying to create the best possible experience for women, the most comfortable experience possible. And I think they succeeded. I think that women have such first world problems and are complaining about the garbage that they complain about today, I think shows that men have succeeded. All right. Let's uh, move on to a Reddit article here. Again, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree with, uh, with the statements that I'm saying here. Okay, let's, let's go to a comment here. <sighs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Girl I'm dating has two kids and says she won't use birth control or allow me to use condoms. <laughs> Guys, this is so sus. <laughs> oh my god. I've just started seeing someone after long bad dating experience. Well, I mean, uh, based on the title, I think you're going to have some more, buddy. And a few days, uh, after a few days, we have had a conversation about our futures and we came across the topic of bedroom fun. She told me she won't use birth control or condoms. I'm not sure what to do because I'm ready for a kid, but I always like bedroom fun. And for those, uh, yeah. And she, she talks about being fertile. Right, so here's, here's what's happening, guys. 
Um, basically, this girl is trying to get pregnant with this guy and then use him for child support. Obviously. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Like, th- this is this is some BS. Let me, let me just read it because it's, it's ridiculous, right? Um... I, 24 male, after a slew of bad relationships and taking a break, finally found a woman, 25 female, with two kids ages 2 and 5, red flag 1 and red flag 2. We hit it off and have been seeing each other for around 3 months. We were talking about me eventually meeting her children and somehow she brought up that she doesn't use birth control. She dislikes how they feel and doesn't want me to use one and said what about pills? Uh, she responded she won't use any form of contraception. She has her own place, and I live with my parents. After a rough patch, I gave up my apartment and moved in, moved in with them. Um, uh, right. So, anyway. Uh, he decided to end the relationship. But anyway, it's it's a total red flag, guys. Like, I mean, this is so obvious that it kind of burns me to say, right? Like, if she says she doesn't want to use birth control uh, from the beginning... It's very obvious what she wants. She wants to baby trap you. So don't fall into the trap. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Please, again, leave a comment if, you're, uh, you know, if you agree or disagree with my point. If you're liking the videos, please sub on your way out. Um, you know, hit the bell for notifications. Uh, and thank you so much once again for listening. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for watching my channel. Please remember to do all of the following. Like the video for the algorithm. Comment on the video. I respond to all comments and I'll give you a heart. Subscribe and hit the bell so you can see my content on your feed. Check out all of my content on other platforms. It spreads the reach of the channel. YouTube, bit.ly slash Helios YouTube. Rumble, bit.ly slash Helios Rumble. My blog is realheliosblog.com. My podcast, bit.ly slash Helios Podcast. My Patreon, patreon.com slash the Helios Blog. You can also support the show at bit.ly slash Helios Donations and buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Thank you so much for all of your support.